what's up, Crypt Nation? Bryce Paul and the Notorious Pizza Mind coming at you per usual from the sunny and 70 San Diego. All right, so if you haven't heard yet, Pete's and I just finished writing a 290-page book called Crypto Revolution, Your Guide to the Future of Money. And we did this so that anyone anywhere in the world can learn about really how cryptocurrency and blockchain technology are putting the power back in the hands of the people. And really, we wrote this to equip the masses with the tools to profit from this revolution. So whether you invest in crypto or something else, the point is that you need to escape inflation, which is a hidden tax on your savings by investing in your future. And we think that crypto is really the hottest market, which has the most upside potential. And we are so confident that Crypto Revolution is the perfect starting point, whether you're the crypto curious or the seasoned investor just looking to learn about the world's newest asset class. All right. The best part is we're giving it away literally for free. Okay? For free. All we ask is you pay for shipping uh, just to help offset the cost of the book. We're literally making zero dollars on this and are just doing it to give back to our amazing community of listeners. All right. So go to CryptoRevolution.com today and get your free copy. All right, what is up, Crypt Nation, all you good, wonderful citizens of Crypt Nation. It is your hosts, Bryce Paul and the notorious pizza mind coming at you again, sunny San Diego, and we are joined by our friend Jesus Rodriguez uh, from Into the Block, and he is in sunny Miami right now. So Jesus, welcome to Crypto 101. Thank you very much for having me, guys. It's a pleasure to be here. And Jesus is with um, Into the Block. And Into the Block is this massive data processing and data providing company for crypto assets. And, you know, we first, or I personally first heard about you guys when you did the big coin market cap integration. And uh, for those of you guys who are listening and you've never been to coinmarketcap.com, this is, you know, one of the biggest websites, one of the most heavily trafficked websites in the world. Uh, and it has all sorts of different uh, data and pricing data and momentum and all sorts of different things, all about crypto assets, all thousands of them. And uh, hey, Zeus, we're going to talk all about the different kinds of data that you guys provide and how you collect these data points and kind of the actionable insights that into the block can provide not only to institutions but to retail uh, guys like me and Pizza Mind who are you know trading the crypto markets and and all the good citizens here at Crypt Nation that are listening. So enough about that introduction. Let's move on to the important thing, and the important thing is you, Jesus. Who are you, and uh, what were you doing before you started into the block? Um, so I have a back, I'm a computer scientist by background, and uh, I have uh, uh, have had a diverse background uh, in the technology industry, from building uh, cloud systems at Microsoft to building quantitative trading systems in uh, in Wall Street to having a couple of uh, successful exits as an entrepreneur to becoming an active investor in areas such as artificial intelligence, which is really my background as a, as a computer scientist, and, uh, and crypto. And now, uh, fortunately, I had the opportunity of blending uh, those two industries, which, which are my two passions. Uh, today, I think uh, most software systems in the world are going to be rewritten with uh, AI as a core uh, component and I think crypto is one of the uh, most fascinating uh, movements that we ever seen in the technology industry. 
Yeah. What is it particularly about cryptocurrency that puts it on the same level of um, innovation and really the same level of newness and disruption that something like AI or machine learning, like what is it about crypto that really sparked your guys' interest? Well, I mean, it's, it's the first asset class that we see in, in my generation, probably the, the only one. Uh, I'm going to to see. So it's uh, uh, you have to be crazy to not be working in this space. But beyond that, uh, from the computer science standpoint, I think crypto solves some of the uh, the biggest problems that previous generation of technology companies uh, didn't have, which was internet scale money, and that and the ability of building systems that are truly. Uh, decentralized. I think this we're in very early stages, but crypto is going to evolve both as a financial asset class and and also as an infrastructure provider for the next a new generation of technology companies. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, one of the things that really brought me into crypto, uh, beyond just you know being able to have this transparent ledger of global transactions completely ordered and time synced, uh, and, and you know instant payments to anybody around the world, all these are uh, really amazing use cases and you know the value propositions that coin, uh, cryptocurrencies bring. The thing that really sold me was the fact that, like you said, to your point, this is the brand new asset class. The world has never witnessed, um, or I should say our generation hasn't witnessed uh, the birth of a new asset class really, I mean, arguably since options were invented in you know the late 60s and early 70s. Um, you know, we've never had a new asset class. So that's that's what got and me even excited. That was a derivative effect based on existing asset classes. So just mm. a brand new asset class, you can trace it back way, way further than that. Wow. Yeah, that's it's a great point. I didn't even think about that. The fact that, you know, a derivative in itself uh, is not necessarily a new asset class. It's just, you know, trading uh, different things on top of uh, an, an asset class. So what would you say... Before that, would it would be like a, a bond maybe was the most recent asset class or I guess a stock is probably more more um, more yeah, recent. Yeah, equities than- are definitely a younger uh, asset class. Uh, debt is, is really, uh, really, uh, really old from, it's uh, old as from a, the it's renaissance. Old as, uh, <laughs> uh, time it's as old as time itself. Is the same. Yeah. <laughs> so what are we trying to figure out with all these insights and data analysis that you're using what are you guys digging through the data to look for yeah so if um if you think about it every new asset class or variation of an asset class in history uh have brought new levels of intelligence so something like currencies brought us intelligence based on 24 7 markets bonds are really based on supply uh, and demands, equities have its unique characteristics and so derivative. Uh, crypto is a brand new asset class. In order to succeed as an asset class, it's going to require intelligence that is very tailored uh, to the space, that is very unique to, uh, to crypto and is probably not the same type of intelligence that you use when you analyze commodities or derivative or stocks and uh and bonds. Um, considering that, considering also that they, that crypto is a completely 100% digital asset class, 
uh, the level of information and uh, that crypto assets generate is a multiple uh, bigger than any other asset class in history. So despite being a 10 year old uh, asset class, crypto might be one of the richest uh, data from the data perspective, one of the richest uh, asset classes in, in history. So considering that and considering that we're living in the golden era of data science and machine learning and AI and all this, uh, these ideas that, that have been uh, around from the 1970s, but were, were not possible to implement the level of intelligence that you can extract in order to give retail investors or institutional investors uh, uh, better uh, market signals in order for them to make better decisions. The opportunities are tremendous and so are the challenges. So we're definitely fascinated by both. So what kind of insights are you able to put together and compile from the data that you're pulling off the blockchains right now? Um, yeah, let me clarify that. Uh, so Into the Block as a platform is, is not solely focused on blockchain uh, data. Definitely, we put a, a ton of emphasis on that because the fact that the behavior of uh, investors in crypto assets is partially recorded in public ledgers is a unique differentiator that doesn't exist in, in other asset classes. So we do put uh, a ton of emphasis in collecting blockchain information, but we also collect data feeds from exchanges, derivative, alternative data sets like Twitter, Google, LinkedIn, Telegram, GitHub, uh, market data from, uh, from, capital, uh, from capital markets. And we put wow. all that together. And on top of that, we uh, create uh, different uh, machine learning statistical models and tell them, go to work and tell me, what do you find? Uh, so some putting all that together, there are fascinating things that you can do in crypto that you cannot do in any other asset class. For instance, understanding the behavior of individual investors. It's impossible to understand what are the groups of investors that are probably realizing gains or losses in something like an Apple or Facebook stock because you don't have access to the entire uh, um, uh, to all the uh, to all the orders and the positions, but in crypto you have by mining the blockchain you do have uh, access to uh, at least a, a relevant portion uh, of those positions, so you can understand things of uh, are people making money or losing money uh, with uh, with this specific asset. You can uh, try to predict a specific movements, uh, coins that haven't moved in a long time that when they suddenly start to move, is that the precursor of a price movement? You can understand money flows in exchanges or money's flowing into or out of exchanges and all sorts of things that are impossible uh, to do in, in any other asset classes unless you own an entire exchange or something like that. Fascinating. So so you mentioned uh, a couple terms uh, that maybe the Crypto 101 audience isn't familiar with. And I'd just like you to break down the term artificial intelligence in relation to how you use it. And then also uh, break down the term machine learning in relation to how you uh, you said it goes through and it learns something from your data. Uh, yes. So the 
Uh, one of my uh, there is a joke in the industry that said that if you're if you're fundraising for your company, you should use use the term artificial intelligence because it's sexy for investors. If you're <laughs> hiring engineers, you use the term machine learning because that's what they uh, what you sell them that they're going to do. But what they ultimately do are things like basic statistics and, and linear regression models, which is another way to say. Artificial intelligence is a superset of, of machine learning. Artificial intelligence is all about uh, trying to recreate human cognitive skills, uh, trying to create systems that, that are able to think and learn and recreate the aspects of human's intelligence, such as common sense and, and uh, humor and abstraction and all sorts of things that we don't even, even from the, the neuroscience standpoint, we don't even understand very well. Machine learning is sort of the practical application of it. And conceptually speaking, machine learning is, is our systems that are able to learn instead of coding something like, a, a, let's say, a mobile application that the behavior of the, of the app is, is, is embedded in the code, machine learning systems are constantly learning and improving. Uh, so those are, uh, those are the sort of, you can think about as machine learning being sort of the practical uh, form of AI that we have today, and maybe in the futures there will be uh, others. And there is even a subset of machine learning that is very popular these days called deep learning that is focused on a very specific type of machine learning knows as deep neural networks. And this is what has made uh, possible some of the top uh, systems that we're seeing, the AI applications that we're seeing with things like Siri or Alexa or self-driving vehicles and things mm. like that are that very specific branch of uh, uh, of machine learning knows, known as uh, as deep learning. So, for instance, in the case of Into the Blog, a lot of our signals are get better every week or so as they as they learn more and we've retrained those algorithms with the data and the mistakes we make. And this is the, the, all the, the signals that predict the market momentum or things like that are getting more efficient over time because they're constantly learning uh, from the market behavior and the, 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 the correct uh, predictions and the incorrect predictions as well. So how far away do you think we are from just having a magical little phone app that generates wealth for us based on all kinds of signals and data sets and it just makes all the trading decisions for us and we just simply watch the number tick up? Oh, I have a, a horrible uh, track record on making predictions like that, so I'm going to st stay away from it. But what it, what it is true is that the financial uh, ecosystem in general has been gravitating more towards this time of, of systems and money has been shifting from the traditional forms of finance into AI-driven finance. So for instance, the amount of money of funds that is being managed by discretionary money managers like hedge funds is shrinking and a lot of that money is is flowing into quantitative trading funds that use algorithmic trading. That's one example. In passive investment, the same is happening from tradition. Money shifting from traditional asset managers to things like robo-advisors, like wealth front and betterment. You have insurance companies that are uh, like financial insurance companies that are using 
AI to try to find the right policies and protections for uh, for your positions, and the entire space is gravitating towards those models. So, crypto being a digital only asset class is you can make the prediction that this form of intelligent services where it is in the form of active trading or passive robo-advising or, or insurance or all sorts of things are going to be driven by AI and there is going to, in the long term, that is, and the, the place for the traditional fundamental discretionary managers is, is going to be less and less relevant. Do you have a friend who's interested in getting into cryptocurrency, but they don't know where to start building their portfolio? Well, we have the answer. It's called Copy Trader by eToro. With Copy Trader, you can automatically copy every trade of eToro's top crypto traders, just like myself or Bryce or Kevin, at the exact price point and in real time. No need to study up on markets or develop your own strategies. Simply just sign up and copy our trades. Any profits that we make, you do too. Proportional to your investment, of course. With eToro, you get access to the world's most popular cryptocurrencies with transparent trading fees all in one easy-to-use app. Copy the smart money with eToro. Join now at eToro.com slash crypto101. Thank you. That, that's really amazing. It's, you're bringing up something that I hadn't really given much thought to. And my, my next question was going to be, you know, who is into the block for? Is it for retail guys or is it for institutional asset managers? But you brought up a third class of people and this is insurance. And think about you know how insurance companies who are uh, issuing policies to protect you know the Coinbase's or the BitGo's of the world and they need you know deep, deep. Hey guys, TiVo here to tell you about the Ufi Video Lock, a smart lock a 2K camera, and a doorbell all in one. That's right, three in one for triple the security. It's easy to install. All you need is a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling required. It gives you keyless entry, so no more fumbling your keys when you have your hands full coming back from the grocery store. No more worry about the kids losing a house key. No more worry about a guest losing the house key or forgetting the passcode on your door. And for Airbnbers, it's a no-brainer as you can change the passcode at will between renters. It has available fingerprint recognition and it has AI self-learning chips. So the more you use it, the more accurate it's going to be. You will have no anxiety with the battery charging. It is a rechargeable battery and it lasts around four months. But don't worry, when it's low, it'll give you plenty of weeks notice. And also, it always comes with a physical key as a backup. There's no monthly fee. Unlike other brands that charge you a monthly fee to get your backup recorded, Recordings, they're always recorded locally and you will always have access. Customer support for the Eufy Video Lock is 24-7, so you don't have to worry about any issues you have, and it comes with an 18-month warranty. What I love about this product is it is truly all-in-one. With the three-in-one, you don't have to go out and buy multiple parts. It's all in this package with the Eufy Video Lock. So if you're interested in learning more, go on Amazon and search Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock. Again, that's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Eufy Video Lock. Get complete control over your front door. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. 
Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Into the blockchain analytics to kind of understand where their risk exposure lies. And so uh, to, to that question, I'll add, so who is into the block for? It's for retail, traditional insurance companies, and, and who else? And how do you see that customer base growing as the asset class starts to grow? So our, our mission as a, as a company is to try to democratize the foundation for uh, market intelligence in the crypto space trying to to deep dive into that concept uh, for us today that's partially retail we want to make as much intelligence available to the average guy those models that are incredibly sophisticated underneath we want to find we work really hard to find representations of it that a normal retail investor can understand so we don't feel that in crypto was born out of frustration with the traditional finance systems out of trying to decentralize uh, uh, the infrastructure. So just looking at those ethos, we don't feel that intelligence should be a privilege of the institutions with a lot of capital. We think that it should be available to anybody. At the same token, we try to also serve the, the uh, uh, provide sophisticated models that bring value to institutions, to quant funds, to um, uh, to all sorts of other companies that are starting in the in the space, but so even at the product level, we have a section that is very focused on the retail audience, and that's part of what you have seen in Coin Market Cap, Coin Gecko, uh, Bitcoinist, and Crypto Slate, and and others, and another portion that is very uh, very focused on your researcher, trader, the person that really understands the market and, and wants to formulate uh, thesis. But in both cases, we're just trying to come up with this, take all these pieces of data that are hard to get and hard to clean up and run all, all these 
complex statistical and machine learning models and make it available to everyone. So the more intelligence we can get into, into this space, uh, we think that, that that's going to help crypto to evolve in a more healthy, in a healthier way. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I mean, we talk about really complex models. You've got a company like Google that will never reveal what their search engine actually looks for or how it ranks things. And people have no idea what to do. It's just this huge guessing game. And as soon as people think they have it figured out, the rug gets swept out from under them. But their entire businesses rely on where they rank in a search engine. And it just seems like a really unfair game. But you guys are giving this information away for free to so many people. And it really helps the entire world take a step forward to where, you know, these closed systems like Google and Microsoft are being forced to participate in open source and share some of these things. So it's, it's amazing that you guys are doing this. And in financial, it's even uh, worse, right? Because it's been so expensive in traditional capital markets oh, to yeah. get access to intelligence that that has been um, uh, a benefit of the big funds that can afford ha- hiring top data scientists and competing and buying expensive data sets and all that. But the, the blockchain gave us certain level of transparency that is globally available and uh, uh, to, to anyone who, is, uh, uh, who has the, the, cap- the ability to mine it. So now we think that we should build on that and extrapolate intelligence from, from those data sets and make that available to everyone as well. So now that the data is available, it can still be really confusing for the average consumer who's not used to it. You know, we look at you know, maybe volume and price and that's it. So of the insights that you're providing, which one do you think is most helpful for everybody and how should it be interpreted? Such as, you know, when you see this insight look like this, what should we do? I mean, it's a very, very basic, where's the starting point? We provide a very broad uh, portfolio. Today it's over 50 signals and and it's growing uh, very fast. So just next week, we're going to open an entire chapter on derivative and, and futures and this complex uh, financial instruments. So there are many uh, signals that I can think of that could be uh, that could be interesting. So let me give you uh, a couple of examples. So uh, one signal that has been become extremely popular. It's really a combination of uh, of multiple, but it's this family that we call the in and out of the money. We borrow some nomenclature from from options trading, but essentially it, this models try to understand. Who is making money and who is losing money in a in a given crypto asset, and that's a concept that anybody can relate to, uh, re, uh, regardless of your of your level of expertise. Now, I cannot tell you who is making money or losing money in an Apple stock, but I can, with certain level of statistical accuracy, in a, in a uh, cryptocurrency like Bitcoin. So the reason that's important is because if you're going to place a trade. And I can tell you that if the price of Bitcoin goes up, there have there is a number of addresses, a number of investors that have been losing money that they might become active. That gives you a better understanding of who your who your counterparty on that trade will be. Or a more technical uh, way to think about that, it gives you more objective ways to think about the famous concept of support and resistance. 
in trading, what are going to be the next barriers if the price goes up or down? Typically, in technical analysis, we try to figure that out by just using price and volume. Here, you can actually see individual positions. I can tell you that 600,000 people bought Bitcoin between X price and X price. So if, if Bitcoin moves within that range, a portion of that volume is going to be in place. So that's one example. Another example might be large transactions that are disproportionately large uh, compared to, to your average trade. That could be a signal of money going into an exchange that could be a precursor to a large position or, or, or a large sales order. Another concept, uh, signal that people might relate to is new money coming in. This is a signal that we call traders. So addresses that, are, that trade very actively in, within a short period of time. Every single price rally that we have seen in the last few years has a correlation with new money coming in and people are t- actively trading. So if you pay attention to that indicator, it makes sense, right? The price of right. something goes up, people get excited, create new accounts in uh, Coinbase or something and I start buying. So if you pay attention to those indicators, those are things that people can relate to. It's very difficult to calculate. It's very difficult uh, uh, to, uh, to curate that data and to run those models that extract that intelligence. But the end result is something that a normal retail investor can relate to. I love uh, I love both of those. Uh, one thing that you noted, um, you know, we we do a lot of technical analysis here. We we've got a, a group. It's called the Crypto One Hundred and One Insiders. If you go to Crypto One Hundred and One Insider dot com, you can find out. Uh, you know, we post a lot of technical analysis, and we do all sorts of different um, you know support and resistance studies. And I'm going to start incorporating uh, some some usage of your indicators as well into my analysis. Uh, but I liked what you said about you know. If you could see that a certain class of investors, a certain group of people bought, you know, you know, six hundred thousand people bought Bitcoin at fourteen thousand dollars. When price gets back to that level, you know that you're going to have six hundred thousand dollars of underwater investors who are going to be looking to sell and get out at break even. Is that kind of what you meant? At least a portion of it, right? Right. Like it's uh, um, so you can get an idea of what volume is is going to be. Uh, at Very the same cool. token, for instance, you, you're looking at exchange order books all the time and you're mm-hmm. seeing bid and ask prices and all that. We can tell you things like, okay, how many Bitcoins or how much ETH is being held at each one of those exchanges? So you have an idea if the order books are completely crazy uh, and, uh, uh, or they have some correlation what, uh, with what the, the exchange has in reserve. Those type of things, any investor can understand, and uh, and they're extremely hard to uh, uh, to put together. But but again, the, the final materialization of it is relatable. I mean, a, a normal investor should be able to take advantage of it. Hundred percent, yeah, um, that's great. And, and I mean, it's always such a hassle to go look manually through all the different order books to see what the bid and ask depth is. But with a system like yours. Uh, it aggregates everything into one place and gives you a nice uh, graphical user interface. So I, I'm really excited about all the stuff that you guys are building. Um, and again, if anybody out there is listening, uh, it is kind of their curiosity is piqued by all this stuff. Yeah, go to Crypto101Insider.com and uh, figure out, uh, you know, you sign up and you learn about all this kind of stuff. 
Um, but Jesus, I, I kind of want to, you know, flip the narrative here from into the block in data, but more on to you. Um, so I'm kind of curious, what is something you know through all your experiences in life that, you know, most people don't? I mean, you got a pretty interesting background as a computer scientist. What's like a, you know, what's an, an important realization that you've kind of come to that has really served you to being a successful uh, businessman? Um, well, is um, it's, so things that I that I learned uh, by experience. I I believe that um, these days I split my time working between AI and crypto, and it's because I I truly believe that your professional career is uh, extremely short to wasted working on things that are not relevant. So if, if you have the opportunity of selecting relevant challenges that will keep you, that will be intellectually uh, fascinating and that you can think that could have an impact, even if it's minor on a, on a specific industry, that's the best way to, um, uh, to spend your uh, professional career. And also, I, I believe in, in this type of industry, resiliency and coming back from failures and tackling big problems uh, that you know you have a high likelihood of, of failing and being able to recover from that is, um, uh, is uh, super important. Like some of the most impressive uh, entrepreneurs that, that I have met um, uh, throughout my career, when you ask them for advice about their success, uh, a lot of it could be uh, boiled down to, to a single phrase of, I didn't give up. I just stuck with it through difficult times until it clicked. Yeah. Persistence is extremely powerful. And that is a great, great answer to that question. We've got just a few more before we're going to let you go. And these are our classic questions that we ask everyone because we get a different answer every time. So to begin, who's one person that you admire in the crypto space that inspires you to do what you do? Um, crypto is, uh, there is so much talent in it, particularly because a lot of the early uh, uh, builders come from a, a very deep technical uh, background uh Picking one person is, is really hard. You probably got this answer before. If I need to select one, I think Vitalik Buterin has been incredibly influential in the, uh, in the evolution of, uh, of this industry. I mean, it, this, uh, this space, this market wouldn't be the same without Ethereum and everything that it uh, enabled and so many companies and so many competitors that it inspired to uh, to go and try to build the infrastructure of the decentralized internet. So I think his contributions are are definitely at another level. Yeah, we completely agree. And that is the number one answer. People really, really admire Vitalik for all he's contributed. And we can only sit back and wait to see what amazing things he has next. I mean, he's still really, really young. One day he's going to leave Ethereum for his next great idea. Just imagine what that could possibly be. Who knows? Now, if this is the first podcast someone getting into the space heard, what would you want them to know? Uh, crypto is uh, a new asset class that has the potential of redefining finance as we know it. So learn more about it and get involved somehow.
Great answer. And then the last one we have for you is, what is one company besides Into the Block that you think is going to have the greatest impact in the crypto space? China or Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) I think the potential of China opening uh, its doors to crypto or Facebook figuring out something like Libra and who said Facebook, the Facebooks of the world, right? Google, Amazon, Microsoft. Apple, um, I think the impact that that could have is some is an order of magnitude larger than anything we have today. Yeah, be, being able to have you know at least you know a, a framework for regulation in China so that companies can get started. I mean, we saw President Xi with his announcements in October about every every you know Chinese company needs to have a blockchain plan. So. I completely agree them getting started. And then, you know, Facebook is the biggest, you know, quote unquote nation in the world. They've got a bigger population of users than any uh, citizenry uh, from any, you know, sovereign state. So those are two amazing answers and and really couldn't agree more. And I actually have uh, one last question for you back to into the block. Um, I noticed there's not every coin uh, available on Mm -hmm. On into the block. So I'm just curious about, you know, what your guys' uh, selection process is to get coins up there. And then uh, one of our favorite coins here at Crypt Nation is Tezos. So we'd love to know when we could get some data around that. Uh, so it's a combination. We host over 700 assets today that we support uh, about 13 tier one blockchains. And we try to add uh, one blockchain uh, every month. Uh, or so there is a lot of data data accuracy uh, checkpoints and validations that we need to do. So it's a, what's a criteria is a combination of what the market is demanding plus or uh, technical ability to deliver that. Uh, quickly, Tesos is in our roadmap for next quarter. Um, so it's uh, typically every month or so you see uh, uh, a new uh, a new asset which recently incorporated uh, the Bitcoin Cash, Bitcoin SB uh, as well. And now we're working on adding the Bitcoin Cash uh, tokens. And uh, uh, and we have uh, some blockchains that we're, we're starting to work through in this month, next month. Thank you too. Brilliant. Jesus, thank you so, so, so much for your time today. Um, guys, if you guys thought this was interesting and if you thought that uh, you know you could really use this data, go to intotheblock.com and you could sign up for a seven-day free trial, no credit card required. I know I did. I just signed up for the trial uh, and I'm already getting a ton of use out of it. So you could guarantee that I'm going to be putting in my credit card information and getting this data that has historically been reserved for uh, hedge funds. And so now... Uh, thanks to Jesus and his team, uh, you guys can get access to this. So, Jesus, thanks for joining us and sharing us uh, about your platform. Thank you very much for having me, guys, and continue the great work with the podcast. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. 
From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite.